Stand with me all over this house. Amen. I know you've shouted your energy out. Can I replace it for a moment? Can I give you some meat for a moment? Amen. How many love the meat of God's Word? Amen. I love the meat of God's Word. Amen. Let me tell you something. When you, when you get rid of all your energy, you got to replace it. Amen. So we're going to turn to the Word of the Lord today. Amen. If you'll just help me for a few moments on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. Stand with me all over this house. I want to turn your attention to the book of Ephesians, the 6th chapter and the 16th verse. Ephesians 6 and 16. We'll have one more quick verse of Scripture in the book of 2 Corinthians, the 2nd chapter and the 11th verse. Amen. I'm excited to be in the house of the Lord today. I feel in my spirit that the Lord has given me a word for this body. And I want to ask you a question today. How many people in this church feel like over the last couple of months, you've been busy putting out fires all over your life? The enemy has bombarded you. The enemy has attacked you. The enemy has lit fire after fire after fire. And for the last several months, I feel in my spirit that the people in this church have been warring. They have been battling. They have been contending. They have been, they have been warring for this church and warring for this people and warring for their families. And man, in fire after fire over the past few months, I see people tending to situations that the enemy has brought into their lives. I feel like in my spirit that the enemy's given us all he's got right now. He's given us all he's got right now. Amen. And the Lord was dealing with me this week when I was seeking him on what he wanted me to speak to this body today. And I believe we're going to hear from the Lord today. I believe we're going to hear from the Lord today. You want to hear from the Lord today? Let's give him a hand clap of praise all over this house. Amen. I believe we're going to hear from the Lord today. The book of Ephesians, the 6th chapter and the 16th verse, if you just help me for just a little bit today. The word of the Lord says, above all, everybody say above all. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all. Not just some, but you're going to be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. One more place of Scripture, the book of 2 Corinthians, the second chapter, the 11th verse, the word of the Lord says, Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Our topic today is simply this, the darts of the devil. The darts of the devil. I want you to lay your Bibles down in your seat. If you're not too exhausted to worship the Lord for a few more moments, I Come on, I want you to thank the Lord today for being your 
for being your help. Come on, for being your, is he your help today? Is he your help today? Do you need him today? Yes, he is. Come on, he's just not any help. He's a very present help. He's a very present help in the time of trouble today. Hallelujah. There's no trouble too great for him. There's no trouble too great for him. No problem too large for him. No situation too dire for him today. He's a very present help in the time of trouble. Amen. And I want to talk to you for just a few moments. Amen. On this topic, the darts of the devil. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. Amen. For a few moments, I hope you'll help this preacher preach today because I can't feed people who's not ready to eat. Huh? You can blame the preacher if you want to, but I'm going to turn it back on you. Praise God. I can't feed people who don't want to eat. Amen. So if you help me for just a few moments today, I know we've had a tremendous service and I was inquiring of the Lord a few moments ago, Lord, should I preach or should I just go on ahead and do this baptism? And I feel in my spirit I need to share what the Lord has given me this week. So I want to preach to you for a few moments today on the darts of the devil. Amen. Um, How many would like to be able to quench every fiery arrow that the enemy shoots your way? Come on. Wouldn't that that be nice today to know that anything the devil throws at you, you can quench it? Come on. What What a tremendous prospect. What an exciting prospect, Sister Melissa, to think that anything the devil throws at you, you can handle it. <laughs> can I tell you that's the way it is? You just don't realize it today. Can I tell you that's the way it is? God has got this. God knows what he's doing today. And there's no weapon formed against you that's going to prosper today. You can quench all the fiery darts of the devil. Sometimes you just need to be reminded who you are. You're the body of Christ. You're the church of the living God. You're those who contend for the faith. That's who you are today. What an exciting prospect to think that we could quench all of the fiery darts of the devil to be able to ward off every single attack that comes our way, to be able to keep moving forward regardless, even though you're under attack. To be able to just keep on moving, Brother Kevin. Keep on pressing on. Keep on keeping on. Keep on going forward. Amen. Even though you're coming under attack, just to keep on going. Praise God. Man, what an exciting prospect today. The Bible says that with the help of the shield of faith, we can do exactly that. With the help of the shield of faith, We can continue moving even though we are under attack. Can I tell you, you've been under attack. Anybody in here who hasn't been under attack, raise your hand right now. Anybody who has been under attack, raise your hand right now. Come on, let me tell you something. There's a reason why you're under attack. The enemy knows why he's attacking you. The enemy wants to stop you. The enemy wants to take you. Come on, but I listen, I didn't come to play around today. 
I didn't come to play church. No, sir, no, ma'am. I came to encourage this body today. One of the greatest challenges of the church is to resist the onslaughts of the enemy. The enemy is not going to leave you alone. David, the Lord has brought you a mighty long way. If you think he's going to lay down and leave you alone, you're sadly mistaken. The enemy is not going to leave you alone, Brother Brad. You have come a mighty long way. You think the enemy's just going to leave you alone. He's not going to just leave you alone. He wants your family. He wants your marriage. He wants your children. He wants your finances. Brother Jacob, you come a long way, sir. The enemy's not going to leave you alone. And the greatest challenge of the church is to continue to press on even in the midst of an onslaught. You're the people of God today. Huh? And with the help of the shield of faith, you can continue to press on even though you're being bombarded from hell. One of the greatest challenges of the church today is to be able to press on. And believe me, when I say this, this ain't the first time and this won't be the last time that the enemy brings it all. Huh? Well, listen, we can fast forward a couple years down the road and we can fill the building up and guess what? The devil's coming for us again. Huh? He's not going to stop. He's not going to lay down. He's going to continue to come and he's going to continue to come. This ain't the first time and this ain't the last time. And one of the greatest challenges of the church is to resist the onslaught of the enemy because only the determined reach their destiny. Is there anybody in this church determined today? Is there anybody in this church who pressed their way here today? Anybody who didn't feel like coming today? Anybody was tired today? Come on. Come on. I had a plumbing back up this morning. I had stuff coming back in. I said, you know what? That'll, I'll deal with that when I get home from church today. I got to press on. The enemy is trying to distract me, but I got to preach today. I got to sing today. I got to lift up the name of the Lord today. I got to press on even in the midst of an onslaught. One of the greatest challenges of the church is to just keep pressing on. As only the determined reach their destiny. The destination's not always easy, church. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord, tell your neighbor, but the Lord. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth them out of them all. Praise the Lord today. But the Lord delivereth them out of them all. That's enough to make me want to shout today. I know y'all done shouted out, but that's enough to make me want to shout today. That's enough to make me want to press on today. That's enough to make me want to dance today. That's enough to make me have confidence today that the Lord is going to see us through this onslaught that the enemy is bringing our way. That's enough to give me hope. That's enough to give me confidence today. That's enough to take my attention off of my problems and put it back on my promise. Huh? Come on, we got to resist all that the enemy throws our way. Amen. The Lord delivered them out of them all. Out of them all. There's no doubt today that the devil is going to throw and he's going to shoot his fiery darts in your direction. There's no doubt that the devil is coming for you. Jesse, you make up your mind. You're going to go to church. You're going to take Kayla and the kids to church. You're going to try to get your family together. The devil's going to try to stop you. 
Come on. Come on, Lucinda, you're going to try to reel your family in. The devil's going to try to stop you. Sister Wanda, you're going to try to get your grandbabies in the house of the Lord. The devil's going to try to stop you. Come on, Brother Chris, you're trying to win your family and teach your daughters the ways of God. The devil's going to try to stop you. Come on, Sister Peyton, you try to get your family to come to church with you. The devil's going to try to stop you. Sister Ruby, you want your children and your grandchildren to walk with God? The devil's going to try to stop you today. But you got to push your way through. you got to push your way through. Come on, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of them all today. There's no doubt the enemy's going to try to stop you, but the power is still in the promise. The power is still in the promise. No weapon formed against you is going to prosper. Come on. I I know you shouldn't have to be reminded, but I'm going to remind you anyway. Sister Sabrina, no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. Come on, the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. Come on, a thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. I know I don't have to tell you, but I just came to remind this body, the devil's coming for you, but we're going to stand even when we don't feel like standing. We're going to fight even when we don't feel like fighting. We're going to push on even when we don't feel like pushing on today. Because the greatest challenge of the church is to push their way through the onslaught of the enemy. He's coming for us. Come on, he's coming for us. And there'll be some sissies that'll throw in the towel. That's all right. I didn't come to be politically correct today. There'll be some sissies that'll throw in the towel. There'll be some people that can't handle what hell's throwing at them. Come on, there'll be some people that holds up a white flag and say, I surrender. No, but there's also going to be some people that's going to fight. There's also going to be some people that's going to buckle down. There's going to be some people say, I need to pray more. I need to fast more. I need to go to church more. I need to get to Sunday school. I need to go to prayer meeting. I need to fast and pray for my family, my children, my finances, my health. I'm not going to throw in the towel. Because a thousand will fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand. But the promise still remains, it shall not come nigh thee. Because if God be for you, it's more than the whole world is against you. So I say let hell come. Because we ain't going nowhere. I say let hell assail. We're going to be like a tree planted by rivers of living water. The water is going to continue to flow. And the nutrients are going to continue to come. And the tree is going to continue to grow. And the people of God are going to continue to flourish. The question is, you want to be a part of that today? Do you want to be a part of the glory of God today? You want to be a part of a thriving church today? You're going to have to get your shield of faith out. You're going to have to buckle down. You're going to have to take a stance. You're going to have to hold up that shield today. And you're going to have to say, I'm pressing on even though all hell sells me. Come on. I can tell you, if you're going to survive the fiery darts of the enemy, it's all about your position. It's all about your posture. It's all about your posture. It's all about your stance. It's all about your response to the attacks. The way you handle the enemy attacking you is vital. 
you're going to win the battle, the way you respond to the attacks of the devil, it matters. Amen. It matters. The response to the attack matters today. Listen, when the writer said, above all, taking the shield of faith, above all, everybody say above all. When the writer said, above all, taking the shield of faith, he didn't mean, when he said above all, he didn't mean, Brother Micah, most importantly. Now, when we're having a conversation, we might say, well, above all, you need to do this. But that's not what the writer was talking about. When he said above all, taking the shield of faith, he didn't mean most importantly, no. No, he wasn't saying the shield of faith was more important than the sword. He wasn't saying the shield of faith was more important than the helmet. He was telling you how to position yourself for the arrow. He was telling yourself how to position yourself for the darts of the devil that's on their way for you. He was telling you how to position yourself. Let me tell you something. It don't do you no good at all to have a shield and to hold it down here. It don't do you no good to have faith in your life and not to use that faith. Come on, somebody. Above all, taking the shield of faith. What the writer was saying was get a hold of your faith and lift it up and dart and quench those fiery darts of the devil. Hold up your faith today because the arrows are on the way. Hold up your faith today. Hold up your faith today. It was common that those Roman soldiers would take their shields, which were made out of wood. They were wrapped all the way around the front of them. They, were, they had two types of shields. One was very small. I studied on this week. I studied on this this week. Believe that? I did. They had one that was small, and they had another one that was large that they referred to as the door. And it was about four feet tall, and it was wrapped in wood, and it was, and it was faced with leather. And they would take that shield, Brother Brad, and they would dip it in water as they would hold up that shield and those arrows that would come flying that the enemy had lit on fire, when it would hit that wet shield made out of leather, would quench that dart. (laughs) My God, I come to tell somebody today, if you just get a hold of your faith, if you just buckle down and take your stance, If you just get positioned right, if you just get a hold of the shield, you just lift it up, God will protect you today. God will see you through today. God will make a way where there is no way today. But you got to use the shield for its intended purpose. It don't do you a bit of good to have faith and not to use that faith. Come on. You can have faith and not use it. You can believe God is able but not trust him to do it. Amen. We got to hold up that shield of faith today. The writer was telling us to position yourself for the arrow that's on fire. He was telling us how to position ourselves. It don't do you no good to have a shield and use it incorrectly. It don't do you no good to have a good church and not go to it. Come on, somebody. I'll pastor you if I have to. It don't do you no good to have a good church that you don't hardly go to. 
It don't do you no good to have a good men's group that you don't participate in. It don't do you no good to have a good ladies group or a good youth group or a good hyphen group that you don't want no part of today. You need to get a hold of the shield of faith today. You need to raise it up and you need to detour and you need to quench the fiery darts of the devil. You need to quench these things. He was telling you to position yourself for the fiery darts of the enemy. It don't do you no good to have faith without the application of that faith. Come on. You can give a police officer a gun, but if he ain't willing to use it, he ain't no good to nobody. You can give a child of God the shield of faith, but if they're going to hold it down by their side in the midst of warfare, they're in trouble. And that ain't the one that I want fighting beside me. Come on. I was looking at pictures this week of these Roman soldiers, man, lined up across these fields. Shields out in front of them. One out in front and another one holding one up behind. And it was like a wall of shields. And, man, those fiery darts come down and hit those wet shields and just quench those fiery arrows. Let me tell you something. God has given you the shield of faith today. And it's not meant to be held down here. It's meant to be held up here. Amen. And if you got to get your faith out in front of you, come on. That's why Peter got out of the boat. Because he sent his faith out in front of him. When the Lord said, he said, Lord, bid me to come out there. If that's you, Lord, bid. he sent his faith out in front of him. It don't do you no good to have faith behind you. You need to have faith out in front of you. Come on, somebody. You need to have your shield out in front of you. Because, listen, no monument was ever built for anybody who was a sissy. No monument was never built for anybody who cowered in the face of adversity. No monument was ever built for anybody who retreated. Monuments are built for winners. Monuments are built for fighters. Monuments are built for victors. Monuments are built for those who don't give up. But those who conquer, monuments are built for survivors. Only the determined reach their destination, church. You need to make up your mind today. You need to choose whom you're going to serve today. There are different types of attacks that call for different postures. There are different types of attacks that call for different responses. I was thinking about this church this week, seeking the Lord I was thinking about all the things that people have been going through. All the things that people have been facing. And I thought about what the writer said. Above all, taking the shield of faith. And I thought about the fiery arrow that the Bible calls a fiery dart. This fiery arrow, this arrow that the enemy would wrap and claw off on the end and dip in flammables and light on fire and shoot towards their enemy. It was not meant to kill. I want you to stop and think about this some. If the enemy shoots something at you to kill you, he's going to shoot to you some sharp projectile that's going to pass through you and literally cut you to shreds. But these fiery darts, they're not meant to kill. 
They're meant to set fires. They're meant to create distractions. They're meant to set something on fire here and something on fire here and something on fire here. These fiery darts are meant to create distractions that would keep the the forces uh, fewer to defend the walls of the city. That's what the fiery darts were meant for. They were meant to distract the fighting forces from fighting. I come to tell you today, you better have your shield of faith dipped in water in the word of God. You better have your shield of faith sturdy. You better have it wet down with the word of God. And you better be ready to hold faith out in front of you because the devil's coming for you. The devil's not going to leave you alone today. You see, these flaming arrows were not as effective out in the field. The enemy used it when he wanted to take the city. He used it when he wanted to start fires. The enemy wants, can I tell you today, the enemy wants to take this city. The enemy wants to take this city today. Come on, the enemy wants to take this city today, but I got news for the devil today. There may be some cowards that choose to run. Come on, there may be some sissies that choose to surrender, but we got some that are ready to fight. We got some that have got their shields of faith out in front of them. They're wet down with the water of God. They're holding them up and they're ready to quench the fiery darts of the devil. Oh, clap your hands and let's magnify the Lord in this place today. This city is not for the taking. We're going to fight. We're going to fight. We're not going to surrender. This city is not for the taking. Come on, somebody. This city is not for the taking today. We're going to resist. We're going to hold down the fort. We won't be the one to retreat. The enemy's going to do the retreating. Resist the devil. What's the scripture say? Resist the devil, and he'll flee. Come on, Brad, resist the devil and he'll flee. Come on, Micah, resist the devil, he'll flee. Come on, Hannah, resist the devil. Levi, resist the devil, he'll flee. Come on, Brother Chris, resist the devil. Brother Lonnie, resist. Brother Doug, Brother Timmy, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Get the hold of your shield of faith. Get up and quench those fiery darts today. But you got to resist the devil. Peter warned us. Peter told us these things were coming. He said, Beloved, believe it not strange. Think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is going to try you. As though some strange thing had happened to you. I'm always amazed that people in the church are dumbfounded when the enemy attacks them. The entire word of God, Brother Levi, tells us that the enemy's coming for us. The entire word of God warns us we have an adversary of our soul. But when he attacks us, we are so dumbfounded. What in the world's going on? I'm going through this and I'm going, yeah, you're going through this and yeah, you're going through that because the enemy wants to stop you. Because the enemy wants to detour you. Yeah, you got a fire going on over here. Yeah, you got a fire back here. Yeah, you got a fire over here. That's because you're not holding up the shield of faith that's able to quench the fiery darts of the devil today. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Resist him and he'll flee from you. Because our light affliction, which is but for a moment, church, you're going to be afflicted. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. He's going to try you. He's going to try to take away your salvation. He's going to try to take away your walk with God. 
Our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. God wants to reveal his glory in you. So what do you do when Satan's bombarding you with fiery darts? You take your shield of faith, you dip it, or you renew it in the word of God. And you use it like it was intended to be used. Come on, everybody hold your shield up. Take your hand. Get that shield out. Hold your shield up. That's what you do when the enemy's bombarding you. You take and you get a hold of it. You don't hold it down here. You get it up here. And you say, you can shoot all you want. You can light all the fires you want. You can come with all the forces of hell if you want. But I got the shield of faith out in front of me. And it's going to quench every fiery dart that the devil throws at me. Hallelujah. What do you do? When you're bombarded, you get your shield of faith out. Amen. You use it like it was intended to be used. You hold it up. Come on, you hold it up and you let it be a covering to you. Huh? I mean, no, we need a covering today. Uh, Listen, you know your faith will cover you. The shield of faith will protect you. When you hold it up in front of you, it becomes a covering to you. And you say, devil, it don't matter how many arrows you shoot, I'm covered. I got a covering. I got faith. I got everything's going to be all right, devil. I, got, I know everything's going to be all right because I got a covering. I got a shield that's protecting me. What do you do when you get bombarded from hell? You defend the principles of our faith, not turn on them. Come on. You defend the principles of our faith. You don't turn on them. You don't cower down. Just because the enemy's attacking you, no, you take a stronger stand. You take a stronger stand. You declare the promises of God, not doubt them. Come on, you resist the enemy's push. You repel the enemy's attacks. You deny the enemy's lies. You reject and you quench the fiery darts of the devil. You shut the doors to the city. You close the gates and you fortify the city. That's what you do. When all hell is a cell in you, you protect your mind. You protect your heart. You protect your salvation. Because the, the enemy is going to try to get in there. And you earnestly contend for the faith. You take a firm stand and you fight to fight a faith. Because here's the truth of the matter. And I want every child of God that's under the sound of my voice to hear this. If you surrender the city, it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. So you might get tired sometimes. You might get weary sometimes. You might get angry sometimes. You might get confused sometimes. But make no bones about it. If you surrender the city, it's not going to get no better. Come on, if you don't believe me, ask the children of Israel when they were conquered by Babylon. It didn't get better for them. It got worse for them. And if we surrender the city, it ain't going to get better for us. It's going to get worse for us. You ain't seen what the devil's going to do if we surrender this city. So I say we buckle down. I say we stand and fight. I say we posture ourselves with a shield of faith. And I say we hold it high like a banner that says no matter how much hell assails us, we're going to continue to push on. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Clap your hands unto the Lord. If you want to make it today, if you want to survive today, if you want to get to heaven today, clap your hands and give him some praise.
What do you do when you're getting bombarded by hell? You say no to sin. That's what you do. You say no to sin. You say no to confusion because it's not of God. You say no to immodesty and gender confusion and outward adornments of the flesh. You say no to attitude and immodesty and pride and arrogance. You say no to the things that want to destroy you. And you buckle down and you contend for the faith. And you pick up your shield and you hold it high and you show the enemy that he's not getting in. That's what you do when you're bombarded from hell. You thank the Lord for delivering you even before he has. You thank the Lord for giving you victory even before he has. You send out your faith before you. You hold your banner high before you. So you hold up your shield of faith. Because everything that God has established, the enemy will attack. If he's not attacking you, it's because he's already got you. But everything that God has established, the enemy will attack. The enemy wants to destroy you. There's an adversary of your soul today. So you hold up your shield of faith. You quench the fiery darts of the devil. And while you're standing there postured for the battle, defending the city, defending all that God has given you, you stand there with your banner and your shield of faith held high. And you think, and you let your mind search God. And you tell the Lord to search me, O God. Search me, Lord. Know my heart. Know my ways. Show me, God. Help me, Lord. You say no to all the things that are trying to trick you. Let me tell you something. If you were to ask any Purple Heart recipient, whoever got a Purple Heart in battle, if you ask any of them, they'll all tell you, I thought I was going to die in that battle. I thought it was over. I thought I was never coming home. I thought I was never going to make it. Let me tell you something. Anything worth anything is worth fighting for. Anything worth anything is worth fighting for. And anything that God establishes, the enemy will engage and try to destroy. So you hold up your shield of faith. You say no to all the things that try to destroy you. No to attitude. No to pride. No to arrogance. And you humble yourself before the Lord, recognizing that he is our covering. He is our shield of faith. He is the one that delivers us. He is the one that brings the victories because the battle doesn't belong to us. It belongs to the Lord. So we hold up our shield of faith. We hold up our shield of faith and we cast down imaginations and we bring every thought to obedience to Christ. It's not you who's going to win the battle. It's the Spirit of God within you. Don't trust in yourself. Don't trust in yourself. You can't make it on your own. Get the shield of faith out. Get the shield of faith out. Stand with me as the musicians come quickly. Different attacks call for different responses. The soldiers would fight differently out in the open field than they would when they were trying to defend the city. 
When they were fighting one-on-one with some enemy, they would carry a much smaller shield. But when they were trying to defend something, let me tell you something. There's a time for the shield and there's a time for the sword. That's why the Lord told Peter, put up again the sword into its sheath. It ain't time for that, Peter. It ain't time for that. You got this thing all kinds of wrong. I came to do something. You're keeping me from doing what I came to do. There's a time for the shield and there's a time for the sword. And different attacks call for different responses. You don't try to take a sword. You ever heard that old adage? People say, don't try to bring a knife to a gunfight. You don't take a sword and try to cut down a flaming arrow. You can have the word of God, but do you got the shield of faith? You can have the word of God, but do you got the courage to hang in there when you're getting bombarded from hell? When the arrows are coming by droves, when the attack becomes an onslaught, when the enemy's giving you everything he's got, your sword needs to stay in its sheath. And you need to get a hold of the shield of faith. You need to get it out in front of you so that as those arrows come across that sky with the flame shining bright and they come down and they bounce off of the shield of faith, they're quenched. They're quenched. There are no fires to put out when the arrow is quenched. There is no confusion. There is no distractions. There's a time for the sword and there's a time for the shield. So now, child of God, it's time to firm your stance. Child of God, it's time to get a hold of your shield of faith. It's time for you to take advantage of your covering. It's time for you to buckle down and trust God. It's time for you to protect your mind. Protect your heart. Come on, it's time where you contemplate and you take a strong stance and you ask God, where do I take my next step? Where do I go from here? What do I do now, Lord? I'm trusting you. I'm putting my trust in you. You ask the Lord to order your next step. You take up the shield of faith. The Bible says every word of God is pure. And he is a shield. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. The Lord wants to be your shield today. You don't always have to have a sword in your hand. Sometimes the shield will get the job done. The Roman shield was large. It was rounded to deflect things. And the Roman soldiers re- referred to them as a door. In order to get to the soldier, they would say, you got to go through the door. In other words, if you can't get past my shield, you can't get to me. <laughs> The Lord is a shield unto them. He's a shield 
unto them. The Roman soldiers would say, in order to get to me, you got to go through the door. In the Old Testament, in the book of Genesis, the 15th chapter, the Bible says that God told Abram to get out of his homeland in search of his promise. And after he's left everything that he knew in search of a city that God had promised him, the Lord tells him, he says, Fear not, Abram. Fear not, I am thy shield. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. To get to the soldier, you got to go through the door. Now, in the Old Testament, the Lord told Abram that he was the shield. In the New Testament, Jesus said, I am the door to the sheepfold. I am the door to the sheepfold. So to get to the sheep, you got to go through the shepherd. Come on. I hope you're picking up what I'm dropping today. You're all worried about whatever, everything's going on in your life. You're worried about problems over here, problems back there, problems up here. But the Lord is telling you, I'm your shield. I'm the door to the sheepfold. Quit worrying about the enemy. Quit worrying about all this trouble that he's stirring up. You just realize that I'm the door to the sheepfold. And in order for the enemy to get to you, the enemy's got to go through me today. The enemy's got to go through me today. The Lord said, I will be your shield. I will be your door. The only way the enemy can get to you is if he goes through me. Oh, I'm so thankful for the protection of the Lord today. I'm so thankful for the protection of the Almighty today. We're going to open these altars as we close this service. I can't help but feel in my spirit, people are wearied putting out fires. The only reason the fires are there is because you ain't been holding up the shield of faith. The shield of faith will quench the fiery darts of the devil. The shield of faith will protect you. I wonder if there's anybody as we sing this song unto the Lord today and we open these altars that will come up here and get their shield wet. I wonder if there's anybody who will come up here and say, Lord, help me to quit misusing my shield. Help me dip this leather in water and help me prepare for the battle and help me hold the banner high and help me, Lord, to defend myself and to defend my church and to defend my family against the onslaught of the enemy. Come up here and get the protection of the good shepherd today. Come up here and prepare yourself for the battle knowing for the enemy to get to you, he's got to go through the Lord. He's got to go through the door. Would you thank him for...